Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Love is the law on the Lori and Julia show, and we are feeling the love because it's almost the weekend. We're going to be your weekend countdown here. We got three hours to go till we can start living it up. So let's start. We got some, uh, yeah, <laughs> we got some Bachelorette talk coming up. We've got some Jillian Anderson on the Crown talk coming up. Stephanie March is going to join us in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But why don't you kick off the Friday show? All right, ladies. I'll kick it off with. Uh, I thought I learned this lesson when I went to kegs the first, the very first keg I went to, like in high My, school. Yeah, mine was like ninth grade. Okay, eighth grade. Yeah, girls really cannot pee standing up and i learned that lesson again today on my nature walk okay did you have to pee when you were walking and you don't go very far in nature so we're talking the mississippi boulevard yeah river road river you did not so i got up casey he's the he has the hardest time with um time changes because he's got this circadian ribbit uh rhythm that matches, I think, a robin okay. or something like that. And um, so this all he doesn't fly away. Yeah. All we, like we go to Hawaii. He will wake up at two in the morning for a week straight. It's just ridiculous. It throws him off that much. All this week. Okay. Three, three thirty. Chirp, chirp. And um, back, back. <laughs> so I got up at five thirty because he woke me up at 3.30, and I just never really fell back asleep, right. and then I had to get up and pee, and I was like, oh, I'll get up, and I'll get a jump on reading stuff for the show and everything today. So by the time I walked with my friend Marilyn at 8.30, I must have had four cups of coffee. Okay. And it I might thought, be ready for a nap. <laughs> not. I wasn't ready for a nap, but I'm like, okay, but I can make it. I you know, took a whiz right before I left, get to her house, feeling good, feeling good feeling pressure and there's a guy that's kind of having a i think he's breaking up with somebody in my usual pee spot in you the woods. pee on that Lori. that no, isn't even there's a covered couple, but julia when you walk along river road there's a couple of places where you can go on a nature walk you go down there's little falls and stuff you know there's little little places very little very little but <laughs> nevertheless my place that i normally would uh-huh. sneak a a bush whiz in. Yeah. Um, this guy is pacing back and forth, clearly either getting dumped or being dumped. And I know he's not leaving. And so I said, I'll find another place. Well, it's nothing but houses and cars. Yes. And um, finally it became overwhelming. And I <laughs> stood behind a tree <laughs> sideways. Right. It's so open there, Rocco, if you only know. I've walked and ridden and right. ran that river road so many but times. I 
I I can see cars. Yes. Okay, but I can't see any houses. That's mainly what I'm worried that okay. someone's going to call nine one one. But I don't dare bend because then I It'd will be no too longer obvious. be camouflaged right. by the tree. <laughs> so I just kind of wiggle my pants down, kind of pull my underwear Believe down. You. Oh yeah, and then I just thought, well, I'll just you know, kind of push it out my butt a little bit. The pee. Out of a different angle, right. out of a different hole. Yeah, sure. I'm thinking, and 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 when I was down here, it was just sweet, sweet relief. I can't even tell you how much is on your leg oh, and on your pants, uh, like all and of it, and your shoe, all of it, my underwear, <laughs> all of it. It was like I was like I learned this the first time I went to a keg and didn't realize I had to squat all the way down, even oh. though I've been camping and I know this from before. Oh, but, camping? Now we're talking about. But I mean, well, like you, when you're a have, kid, yeah, yeah, you. You know about yes. squatting and stuff or whatever, but my friend goes, I couldn't even see you. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and I said, well, I hope you can't smell me <laughs> you know, because we still have a mile squish, to go. Squish, squish, squish. No, it didn't get my shoe, but okay. I mean, really, it doesn't matter even if you push out your butt a little bit. If you're not squatting down. It's hard to, it just flows on your leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I thought I was. I thought it was arcing out like a like a horse. Sure. Urine, you, you, know, like, you, you were thinking you had a penis. Right. And it would go in something like that. Nice. You could just lift your tail up like a horse and it would go out the back. No. So, you know, you can learn a lesson in Mother Nature. That's hysterical. Any old day of the week. That's hysterical. But in the part that I just keep thinking of, there's no coverage. I know the two little places, the Hidden Falls. Yeah. And the Monument. Yeah. Those are like the only two. Right. Well, I found another place (laughs) because the tree was pretty big and I stood sideways. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, like when you're a little kid and mm-hmm. you think no one can see no you, one. but everyone can see you. Mm-hmm. I had that magical thinking going on. My trick, Rocco, I know guys never have to deal with this. No, but my, the, wor- the yeah. world is their urinal. Yeah, <laughs> my trick has been lately, I don't know, I've been in weird places maybe, but I open the front door and I open the pass- back door and I just squat between the doors. Oh, yeah. That's a good spot well, if, if you're by the car. car. <laughs> if there had been a car, <laughs> that's my friendly thing. car that would have <laughs> let me do that. But then I would have still been on River Road. So, no, I was just, and I knew that my friend, of course, didn't want me to go in her house. Mm-hmm. We were walking with our masks on, getting quite warm, you know, because I see a lot of times people, friends walking in a street if it's yeah. not a busy yeah. area because you can really yeah. spread out, but you can't spread out on no, a sidewalk. And then there's bikers and everything. So we just decided, let's wear the right. damn mask. Well, tomorrow's the big day in St. Paul. Aid Mill Road is opening. Oh, yeah. And, 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 and the so new, it was five back to the yes. airport, five west. And the new biking trail is open right in time for winter. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They've cut down the speed limit. Yeah, I just don't understand. Don't even get us going I, on I can't that Aid go. Mill Road. Because it, it's the shortcut across St. Paul. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I used it every day bringing my kid to school. Right. Yeah. But now you can go 35 miles on, an hour on it, not 45. Right. And then you only get so many, you get one less lane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's really, I mean, uh, are there, there still stoplights, right? There's, no, there's but I mean, where are the bikes biking to? There's That's what I wonder. To go. This, it's just a stretch of road know. with no connection. Well, it's a good way to cut, like, diagonally from, like, 
Yeah, you know what? Bike, to... bike, bike on River Road. Bike, you got all these other options. <laughs> I'm sick of the bikers. We're sick of the bikers. <laughs> and we always come up as, and it's fine. I mean, it's great, but like. It didn't need to happen. We needed <laughs> holes repaired in roads in St. Paul before we needed aid mill road Yeah, both the governor or the mayor will be out there cutting the ribbon on his bike and leading a bike race tomorrow. Well, it's a beautiful day. At least it won't <laughs> That's be snowing. That's what I thought. The That's irony a... of that would have been horrible totally. optics. <laughs> Would have been a hard spin. <laughs> That's what I thought too. Oh my god! Okay, all right. Well, your boyfriend was on with uh, Tamron Hall, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, I haven't. He been is talking to him for two days. Every yes interview. Why haven't we requested there? him? I just feel like I know him so well. Well, I mean, I'm just saying he's doing extra mm-hmm. entertainment tonight. Access. He did Drew. He did Kelly. He did Tamron Hall. I. I think he did the view. He's done all the late night. Yeah, he has. It's kind of you don't usually see somebody, but he's really committed to his message. And Tamron Hall was very complimentary. She read the book. It's good. But how much she enjoyed his uh, stories, and she said, "I'm giving it to my 23 year old." I told you this, and you said, "I don't think your boys would like that." Well, but she kind of had read it. I hadn't read it, but you. I read the whole thing. Well, you hadn't read it when you told me that. You're always trying to peddle books on, you know, and do you, do they read them? I don't know. Do they? Well, I think the audio the, the, the audio, audio is but, really good of this yeah. one. And she loved it. And she said, I'm giving it to my nephew because he's just graduated from college. And she said, you put so much pressure that you think you will have all the answers when you graduate from college or you get to be 25 right. or something. And you don't know anything. No, you don't know anything. Is yeah, right. I mean, you think you do, but right. then your wallet tells you something different. <laughs> <laughs> and what's that? Yeah. You know nothing. Yeah, you know, you know nothing. nothing. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story. We can't get enough of it. Hey, happy Friday. We never said that, you guys. I know. Rocco, happy Friday. Yes. Happy. I'm ready. A week it's of- like the last nice weekend of, of the year. Yeah. I really, have on really open toe shoes in november i know that's lovely it's so lovely out yeah it is i'm sure all the patios uh are gonna be booming are gonna be booming and very very uh busy yes we're gonna talk with stephanie march and she'll give us uh the 411 on some stuff like that because there are some patios and outdoor dining places that are warmer than others yes there are okay so um you know next weekend it's gonna be Back to be November weather, and maybe people are going to be tuckled up a little bit more. There might be a little bit more TV, and at least we have something great that's coming to uh, coming Netflix, back. Yeah. The Crown, mm-hmm. season four. And yesterday we posted the photos from the December issue of Harper's Bazaar, and Jillian Anderson is talking about playing. She's late. She's uh, playing Margaret Thatcher in mm-hmm. season four, and. Talks a little bit about sex education. That's a it's a That's British comedy though, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, talks about that. And um, but her partner, Peter Morton Morgan, excuse me, okay, is the creator of The Crown. Oh, I did know guy. that. Oh, no wonder how she got the straight line to being. But I mean, there's maybe other roles that yeah? she could have. Uh, Anyway, um, we've got, I think, is this audio from Extra, Rocco? I don't know. I think it might Whatever be Whatever you sent me, that sounds right, yeah. Yeah, I think it's Extra talking about, like, when she, because she had never acted with Olivia Coleman, at least on 
screen, I don't think. And this was the first time Gillian's British, right? Yes, she I is. And everyone that. always thinks that, you know, every, and it is a small circle. But anyway, here's a clip to, about how it was to work with Olivia Coleman, who, okay. of course, plays uh, Queen Elizabeth. I think that's in cut, too. So I'm going to go to that one. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Okay. Gillian Anderson is joining the cast, transformed into Margaret Thatcher, as tensions mount between the Iron Lady and the Queen, played by the award-winning Olivia Colman. To get the voice down, that's something that you did very well. How much practice did that take, and can you slip into it? Um, a, a lot of practice, uh, yes indeed. I can slip into that. Uh, I know you're not going to ask me to. <laughs> We are the same age, just six months between us. Oh. And who is the senior? I am. What was it like to work with Olivia Coleman? Because by all accounts, I've heard that she is a very funny lady. At one point, she asked us all to do a dance. <laughs> I think it was to Beyonce, but we were all dressed for a funeral in character. <laughs> So, yeah, yes, she has a sense of humor that she forces on the rest of us. <laughs> we all adore her, and she's a fantastic head of state and head of company. Okay, first of all, she sounds like she's 70 years old. As Margaret Thatcher. Just even oh, in real life, it is, so, posh. it is so bizarre to know that's Gillian Anderson from the X-Files Scully. talking like that. Yeah, because... I didn't know she was British. Yeah. So I was just looking up. She was born in Chicago, then went to London right after birth. Right. And then when she was 11, came back to Grand Rapids, Michigan, but would summer in London. But boy, that's a heavy accent. It's a posh accent. Is that is what, what, it, what it is? Okay. And, it's and very now, posh. Do we know posh from traveling in Paris or how do we know well, that? Posh we ever, people know because like a cockney, cockney is not is, a posh. Got where it. They drop their vowels. I mean, got we kind of know that yeah. just from... Even if you haven't traveled to England, I don't think. But so, yeah, so Gillian Anderson is British, playing Margaret Thatcher, but you see how she dropped her voice Unbelievable. and changed it. And her partner is the guy who created the crown, right. Peter Morgan. I don't know how old he is or whatever, but let's play the next cut that we have uh, from Gillian. Yeah, that was uh, this, whatever that was, that was part two. This was part one of what okay. you sent me. 73 million royally obsessed crown fans, it's almost time. Something as important as the monarchy. To get your fix. Simply cannot be allowed to fail. This is your first look at season four of The Crown as Emma Corrin is transformed into Lady Di, behind the scenes, facing the press, and in the most famous wedding dress of all time. I do love everyone's excitement over it. It makes me excited to share it with everyone. All I want is to be loved. It's all any of us want from you. And when it premieres November 15th on Netflix, she'll be sharing the screen with Josh O'Connor as a young Prince Charles. What does one have to do to get some kindness in this family? This is your second season. So did you give any advice to Emma? I don't think I did. I mean, she was kind of nailing it from day one. It's amazing. She's fantastic. That okay. was Gillian yeah. Anderson. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Talking about that. And she said the only thing that she told her, her guy, Peter Morgan, is she said... Um, Here's why I will work with you under one condition. I am not going to comment on the script and you are not allowed to comment on the performance. Oh, that's a great, that's a great deal. So that's I mean, how she said we, I did that for our sanity and for our actual relationship. That was the simple rule. And uh, she's got a 26 year old, a 14 year old and a 12 year old. How old is she? She's 52. And um, and so Grand Rapids, Michigan. So and she said she had to push aside her personal opinions to play Margaret Thatcher, uh-huh. um, who's a very polarizing. Yes, she was uh, political mm-hmm. figure. Even though you know, early first woman, you know, prime minister and everything, years ahead of a lot of countries. A lot of countries, mm-hmm. and then Emma Corrin, who's playing Princess Diana, who's going to show up in this season as yeah. well. She shows up, I'm not sure what episode, but before every episode that uh, Princess Diana is in, because of what the time period you're dealing with, it is going to issue trigger warnings and read the following episode includes scenes of an eating disorder, which some viewers may find troubling. Viewers discretion is required. And the Crown producers work closely with a British eating um, uh Recovery Charity called oh. Beat. Okay. Uh, to ensure that their portrayal of Princess Diana's bulimia was both accurate to the disorder and sensitively handled. Right. So I wow. think that's 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 gonna major. Be, yeah, I, I would say. You know, I'm so Rocco, do you watch The Crown? No, he no. doesn't watch The Crown. Oh, I sorry, I was I was being berated by our boss, B B Arthur. What is she saying? Oh, is she there anything breaking news? Go ahead. I, the answer is I don't watch The Crown. No, and my I could have told you that. But Meg does. But my wife yeah, does. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, does Casey watch it? Yes, he well, loves it. You, okay. I just I don't know. I feel like Rago is not gonna watch The Crown. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it would be his jam. Well, I'm catching up. I'm almost done yeah. with season whatever. I'm watching three. It's very good. And Helena Bonham Carter, I think, is one more season we have yeah. with her, uh, Margaret. And then uh, Princess Margaret turns into it's somebody good. else season five and six. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it is good. So mm-hmm. that, that's coming back next uh, week, November 15th. Right. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about The Bachelorette. No, we're not. 70 we're March is at 345. March. No, you're... Okay. We'll be back. Boy, I was not happy to see this news that Al Roker is getting oh. has prostate cancer. He announced on the show today he had his routine checkup, and I remember when he and Matt Lauer did their very first one on the air. Well, they went into the room and closed yep. the door, Rocco, and they were at the proctologist okay. or the urologist or whatever. Because Katie Couric's but they husband just, died. No, he, he had colon, colon cancer, cancer, and she did a colonoscopy oh, on that's the air. Right. And like ten years later, 
Al and Matt were old enough or whatever age and they too many guys, you know, like don't want to have have that done, right. you know, the te- 10 second digit test. So they went in and shut the door and came back like 15 seconds. Right. Both Al and Matt. So he he was getting tested regular but it's uh it's a red flag. He got like, you know, the the uh, high prostate like a physical something they test in yes. your blood. Yes. They he got do. the MRI, then the biopsy, and so he's He's uh, gonna have it removed. Yeah, and he says he's gonna be back in two weeks. Right. And he said he wanted to share his diagnosis publicly because one in seven black men and one in nine black men overall will be diagnosed with yeah. prostate cancer in their lifetime. That's right. So they said the good news is they caught it early. The bad news is it's a little aggressive. But right. Yeah. He had shoulders. You know, he. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. It can only help him sharing it because it just creates awareness to, for people. There is a blood test that people get done in their blood, PSAs. Or and something. it's nothing. The digit test. Yeah. It's nothing. <laughs> And and I'm just wondering if people even know what you're talking about, but we'll just you will you that the doctor just sticks his finger, you bend over. How is that called the digit test? Though? Why it's because a finger I mean, is a digit. Oh yeah, so okay, I'm a finger to, in the pokey. I'm like, what are you talking about the digit test? That's what I mean. The finger in the butt. I was trying okay. to not say that, but I guess you just got to say it. what it is. Just say it. Yeah, just say it. Yeah, and and you the guy slightly you know bends over is what I understand. <laughs> Uh, when I yeah, ask it's not, people, uh, it's not pleasant, but it's over it's with a, uh, shortly. Very yeah. quick, and they can feel uh, just like you know, it's a great anytime they can feel or look inside of you and make sure everything's okay. Absolutely, you know. Well, here's okay. was not okay. No, I mean, his was not. So no. he's been dealing with this for a while because you know they had the blood test. Oh, we don't like this. Then you get the MRI. Then you get the biopsy and all those things, you know, just worry, worry. And yeah. Anyway, so he says, uh, you know, he'll be back and he's so cute. He really is cute. Okay, but I'm talking about someone else who's not okay. And I'm talking about Claire Crowley, The Bachelorette. That is the painfulest show to watch. Um, It's so much second, third, fourth, fifth hand embarrassment. Can you imagine a day in your life when you say to a guy that you've just met and you've had this instant horny connection with, and the reason why you feel that is because he reminds him of your dad. That's what I think every man wants to know. <laughs> I'm in love with you. You're my future husband because you remind my, me of my, my dad. dad. And all I can think of is, oh, God, you're a daddy's girl. I'm never going to please you. No. Well, so we talked to... um my son, um, Sam, a little bit because he watches the show and he's just always had words about this. And yeah. she, Mom, she's hot, but she's crazy. Yeah. She's just crazy. She has no... She's hot for a 39-year-old. And you know what? I mean, honestly, maybe a little part of her was somewhat shocked after their quarantine at the La Quinta in Palm yeah. Springs. <laughs> this that hot destination. All the guys are... 27, mm-hmm. 28, 29. Well, how do you quit your career for six weeks and go and be on a reality show? You cast an older circle of guys. She, It's I, hard to cast that. As, I'm just saying that's a hard age to possibly cast. Possibly it is, but maybe she panicked uh, about that. I don't know. But she dumped 16 guys last night because after three weeks and two kisses and... Uh, 
uh, not even a one-on-one date. She's in love uh, mm-hmm. with this guy, and it was, I mean, it was utterly ridiculous, but I loved every second of it. I'm not going to lie, because Chris Harrison comes in, we have to have a big chat. Mm-hmm. Don't bleep with me. Chris Harrison said the Effenheimer, and ABC bleeped it. I saw that. That's how produced it is to try and show the sincerity of stern Chris. But basically, I think she took a look at all those guys and she just realized there isn't going to be any of them. But this one guy I've been following on social media, I like him. So she'd already painted a picture in her mind. Because she admitted to Chris, I've fallen in love with this man over social media. Mm-hmm. I never met him, I swear. But I maybe did look at, you know, all of his social media. You know, people who think they can tell all about you by your pictures. There yeah. are people that do that. There's a little and bit what more. you post. Yep, there's a little bit more. You know? I mean, you can like what someone, you can like a person for their postings or but something. Someone but someone can curate something to look like something of course they're they not. Can. So that is a very... Yep. Um, Tricky mirage of love to fall. I'm glad she's going to be gone. I'm oh, so, so sick of her. I. I'm so sick of her. But she said this one thing on the air. And then um, how about Crystal when he sat Dale down and said, here's what we're going to do. There's going to be a proposal tonight. And I've already contacted Neil <laughs> Elaine. And the, care, and the <laughs> and ring the is look, ready to go. He kind of just like slow-mo gulped. Mm-hmm. His eyes grew 4. wide. 4.5 carat oh. engagement ring. Yeah, well. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens with those two, but I'm glad she's gone, and I'm excited for the new one. Well, are they still together? Well, they had, they're going to be, next week's show is going to be a little bit of them, but they ended the show with previews that they've been in public now for four days or something. And we got to see Tasha, the new Bachelor. Yeah, she's The guys are going to be so happy. They're going to be so happy. The 16 guys that mm-hmm. Claire um, um, dumped last night, which was hysterical. I know, I'm so... okay. So are they together? Well, our latest bit of information comes from somebody we've referenced three times this week, Du Moi from Instagram. Yes. Um, And I checked with the bonus girl and she said, oh, yeah, she said that's some juicy gossip that comes out. of She was in the know on that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Dale, the guy is reportedly in New York City and dating other women. (gasps) Oh. According Stop. to one source who's a friend went on a dinner date with them. Another source worked with Dale as a model at Party City. You know, the Party City yes, model I people do. that you go online and there's always people modeling those costumes. That's a job. <laughs> he could be a pirate today or he and could be Batman the relationship with Claire is over. Can confirm <gasps> she told me him and Claire are no longer together. Apparently he's a great guy, but it was way too fast. No kidding. Wow. And um, Reality Steve. How um, old is this Dale guy? That's the thing I Well, on Rosebuds, the most dramatic Bachelorette podcast ever, um, podcast, the co-host said a source told him that Dale is married. Oh, for crying out loud. Okay, this is all too much. Mm-hmm. Reality mm-hmm. Steve um, said is that he's, Dale lives also and works in South Dakota. Well, they just legalized marijuana. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. So he's 32. He did propose to her that night when Chris was yeah. like, this is what you're going to do. We have to do this. So anyway, um, when when so she you was, don't think they're together. No. Oh, no. my. I, I'm worried about her psyche then. 
There's something she needs therapy when she actually said out loud to him, I am always begging people to love me. And I just said, get a she hold did, of your confidence. She did woman. say that on national TV. Oh, she really yeah. Did. Pathetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. And when she was walking around and she said she was engaged to herself, that big rock was yeah. the Neil, Neil Lane. But they pushed, you know, that was like kind of get people. It was, it was. Uh, I mean, Sonia Morgan is not the straw that stirs the drink. It's Chris Harrison, and he gets all fired up. Those producers, they give him his acting orders, and he is very good. Wow. About bringing the drama. Yep. If clear, you've just blown up the Bachelorette. I mean, he doesn't come up with this stuff on his own. He is an actor. Yeah, well, Lori, you're good. right. I would say uh, he doesn't come up with this stuff yeah. on his own. He is an actor. He's and he very told good. Dale, Claire is expecting a proposal. And I have went ahead and arranged Neil uh, Lane and picked out the diamond for mm-hmm. you. I mean, this poor guy, it's like, uh, you know, cattle in a chute. So, no. I heard something. I think Donna uh, informed Steve and the gang uh, this morning yeah. that Big Brother has hooked up. There have been eight married couples that have come out of Big Brother which is like six more than the bachelor. The bachelor. Oh, really? When the people live in the house for the month together. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. All so, right. Anyway, she. I. I. I can't. I'm so glad she's gone. I don't feel bad for her that she feels bad about all the social media stuff. I mean, honestly, we've we've been stuck with this gal since Juan Pablo's season in 2015. He's the one now going, I told you she was crazy. Well, I, I yeah. just... I'm but ready. I mean, five years she's yeah. been milking this and every time... I mean, I don't know. She's a, she's a, she's a whiny, no-confidence woman and I am not about that. There you go. Moving on <laughs> to food, patios, and Thanksgiving. All right, let's do it. <laughs> I feel like that song is kind of like perfect for the next two or three days because this kind of weather is going to be gone and we're I not going to see you for a while. But we are so delighted. Stephanie March is joining us. Of course, she's uh, one half of the Weekly Dish and also restaurant and food critic for MSP Magazine. And hello, Steph. Hi, Steph. Hello, lovelies. How are you guys? We're good. I hope you're enjoying the weather. I am. I'm actually sitting on the patio right now at the Lynn Hall in Edina because I'm here for high tea. Oh, fantastic. Do you know that they're doing that? They're doing on 3 p.m. on Fridays. They're doing uh, a high tea where you can, like, you know, sign up and you get. Oh, hold on a second. Sorry. There's, um, you know, there's like bubbles and tea and little finger sandwiches and all sorts of stuff. Oh, that sounds lovely. Is it? Isn't is there a lot of, um, is it open inside with a lot of room or what's the deal? Yeah, it's open inside and there's okay. a ton of room. Everything is big space. It's, it's part of the, uh, the it's, it's in one of the new buildings that was built over off the 50th okay. and France area. And it is like, it's like Nolan something. Um, Nolan Maine, that's what it's called. It's in the, ba- it's in the ground level of that. So it's this big architectural kind of like open space, lots of air. And you're like, we're at like a little table and then there's like, nobody's really close to us. We have big, you know, six feet apart, but then they also have some tables outside too. Cool. Oh, that looks like a fun place. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right. So what, so we probably have like 48 hours of serious patio time. Oh yeah. Seriously. I know it's, it's, you got to get out. I mean, like this is sort of, this is our last hurrah, right? Before we tuck in and really, really go hunker down. Um, yeah, I kind of feel like everybody's ready to sort of 
take on that patio thing. Even though people are doing the igloos and doing a lot of that stuff to kind of extend the patio season, I think that, you know, when we saw the snow last week or two weeks ago, with you know, it kind of showed and proved that it's going to be rough. It's going to it's people are not going to probably go out as much as they possibly need to support restaurants. So getting out this week is a really great idea to kind of give them a little bit of a bump before we head into the cold. Right. Lori bought new Uggs and all these things to try to stay warm outside. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think I mean, people I mean, are gear- It's a good idea. You know, to get warmer stuff, because if we want to see people, it'll be outside. Right. Yeah. And I mean, Steph, are like, does Black Forest End, do they keep their patio open year round? You know, or, I mean, does anyone? They, or I don't think that they have in the past, and okay. I don't know if they will. I think it's, I think everybody is kind of going, well, here's what I'm going to tell you. is I think everyone is kind of going on this idea of like, we'll wait and we'll see. Um, you know, if we get a if we get a winter season that isn't full of snow, that's actually a really good thing this year, obviously, because that will mitigate, you know, cleaning off a patio and making it, you know, inhabitable. Right. right. If we can have like a low snow that might keep places open longer. Um, but, you know, if we get something that's kind of really or if we go super frigid, maybe by January, we won't be able to, you know, people just won't come out for it. We'll see. But um, I do think that there's also a worry that, you know, with the case counts that are going as they are, that yeah. many of the uh, restaurateurs really kind of believe that we're going to get more uh, restrictions again coming within the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, I don't think that I still think they'll keep outdoor dining and I think they'll go back to that idea of they'll be takeout only. Um, but, you know, some of the places that we're kind of counting on people coming indoors are going to have to really figure out what that looks like. Right. Yeah. Okay, so something that is coming up is Thanksgiving. Yeah. Which it seems so weird when it's 75 degrees out mm-hmm. today. But I know. Um, I've, you know, there's a lot of different options for Thanksgiving. And um, what are some of the great places that we can get Thanksgiving food from this year? Well, I think one of the cool things is that, you know, a lot of people are not going to be having the huge Thanksgiving feasts, maybe, that they're used to with the extended family coming from out right. of town and doing other things. So my idea this year is, like, I think you can probably splurge a little bit more if you're going a little bit smaller. And, you know, why not have some of the top chefs in town be handling your stuff? You know, because quite honestly, if you're doing it for, you know, a lot of people, I think cooking that big meal, of course, I love it. But I wouldn't mind having, like, a little bit of foie gras gravy on the hand. You know what I mean? Like, I'm here for that. So one of the one of my favorite feasts is going to be the from Union Mung Kitchen, which is Yia Vang is the chef, and he's cooking out of Republic in Seven Corners right now while he's waiting to build out his restaurant. But he's he's this is a cool idea. He's doing this huge, you know, sort of a, a meal kit that bridges between Hmong family traditions and Midwest traditions. So they have this really cool deboned egg roll stuffed turkey that they've got going on. Yeah, like. All the stuff that goes in an egg roll, they're stuffing it in the turkey. And then they're deboning it and trussing it. All you have to do is put it in the oven. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. That's completely different. Yeah. That and so like good. just getting out of your rut. And like maybe this year I might look at Lowry Hill Meats and instead of doing a whole turkey, maybe if it's just a few of us, what if I did like a pheasant or what if I did a whole duck instead and did something a little bit simpler and maybe also a little bit more tasty? I'm very oh, glad I'm, I'm not getting invited to your house. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but here's here's the thing. I think a lot of people, if we're not going to be, and I know so many people are deciding they're not having a big family gathering, they don't have enough, no one has a big enough place or a warm oh, enough yeah. outside. 
But I feel like the the zen or the you know the yay cooking. I almost feel like Kowalski's or French Meta. I mean, oh. like ordering my Thanksgiving dinner because I don't want to cook all that stuff. It's too many leftovers. Yeah. Yeah, and here's the other thing that I love is, like, Kowalski's, like you mentioned, what I love about them is that, you know, they've been doing this forever. They've been having meal kits go out of their, you know, shops forever. I've done them before. They're great. Yeah, for two people. Like, they have a Thanksgiving meal for two people because it may just be you and, you know, your hub or the partner. And it's 20 bucks for two people a whole Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah, yes. it's such a deal. And if you do have four people, maybe you're you're saying like, okay, I want the two people, but honestly, I want to do, I want leftovers so that I have something, you know, to eat the for the whole weekend. I mean, that's just a hundred bucks. Right. So it's, it's really such a great deal to have somebody else do the cooking. Now, here's the big splurge. You guys ready? Okay. Yeah. This is this is a huge and awesome thing. Jamie Malone <clears throat> at Grand Cafe. You know, she's a James Beard nominated female chef. Okay. You know, we love her to death. So she's doing a thing where she's calling it, you know, Grand Cafe at Home, and basically she's saying she will design your entire meal for you. Like, it's oh. a custom meal. Oh. Like, and, and down to the – and it's going to be a meal kit. Like, you're going to pick it up, and it's going to be a thing with instructions on how to reheat and everything else. Right. But quite honestly, she's going to do the floral arrangement. She's going to pick your cocktails. She's going to help you pick out wines. And she's going to even give you, like, a playlist. Like, it is so Okay, that's kind of fun. Awesome. That's yeah. really kind of fun. Yeah. And that's Grand Cafe? So, that's Grand Cafe, yeah. Okay, for mm-hmm. any of these, whether we do Kowalski's or from a restaurant or maybe, you know, we do this fancy thing, when do you need to make your reservation for for this food so that well, you're not... Well, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of dates, you know. And, in fact, if you go on to mspmag.com, okay. you know, we do have a... I did write a push-out an article today that okay. has all of these ones listed, and they have... I have the prices, I have the order dates, and the oh. pickup schedules, too, for all of them. So they're there. But you really got to think about starting to peruse that list because, I mean, some of them have deadlines as of, like, on Sunday. Most of them are next week sometime. Okay, Most of them right. have a lot of time. But you really do have to start thinking Where about to order, order Thanksgiving Takeout 2020. Yep, that's it. <laughs> okay. Staff, it's a really nice, you I did a really nice it. job. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And it's kind of fun, and it really highlights, I think, why each one is different you know like again it's like some people are looking for small some people are looking for you know more options and add-ons and wine pairings there's something out there for everyone right and and all the the matching the cheeses at certix and some of those things it just sounds god yeah oh i'm hungry that's the other thing is even if you're a cook who's like i still want to cook but maybe you just get a couple, maybe you let you order the pie or maybe you order the dinner rolls. I am famous for ordering dinner rolls because I'm not baking damn bread. All right, where you do you get I mean? your dinner rolls from? Um, I've got them from Spoon and Stable before, which was Bellacore out where I was living. So I would order them from the Bellacore Bakery again. Um, but I mean, Surtix has some great stuff too. And Lowry Hill Meats has some great breads too. So you just, and like, I'm thinking about the foie gras gravy I saw. And I can't remember where it's at. But like, I don't need to make gravy, right? Well, that sounds pretty damn good. I have to admit. Yeah, that sounds so good. But so, you know, it is going to be a different year, isn't it? Yeah. So I kind of thought this would be an exciting. I don't I don't want to cook for two or four. I loved a really small Thanksgiving I had just with my dad and my brother and my family. And we ordered from Kowalski's and it was lovely. Yeah, absolutely lovely. No one had any stress. No, it was wonderful. Steph, thank you so much. The freedom to have the difference, to have no rules. That's a good thing. That is a good thing. And uh, we'll be tuning into the Weekly Dish tomorrow morning at 9 a.m.
see you later. All right, we'll be back. Consumers and businesses rely on digital banking solutions more than ever. Redefine your financial institution's digital presence with the award-winning Aperture Digital Banking Platform. Integrated with more than 200 fintech partners in 40 cores, we give you the speed to innovation you need to grow and retain customers. Learn more about our number one rated mobile banking app and all our cloud-based digital banking solutions at Aperture.com. That's Aperture, A-P-I-T-U-R-E dot com. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.